Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. Time warp again because what the fuck are we doing? Oh, oh, what, what do you know? That just like brings me so much joy, but I don't know that I don't know that the person that I'm about to bring up deserves being connected to the time warp. Um, because I don't know what day it is like in life, but I do know that it's Edward Colton's birthday today. Oh, so, boy. Oh, boy. so happy birthday to that piece of shit, I guess. I just Gemini Cancer, someone, I know, right? Like. <laughs> That's how you know. It's like, cancer season's coming. It's coming. And the thing is, is I'd, I'd forgotten what day his his birthday was until I went onto our Tumblr this morning as, like, my self-care in the morning to just, like, check it, add things in. And I saw that I had already posted something about Edward's birthday, and I was like, oh, shit. Damn. I was, like, on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have everything so, backlogged for, like, years, and you're just like, oh, shit. You don't even want to know. I really don't. Like, it's... <laughs> you, <laughs> So it just gives me security that I can, like, track out everything that's going to be happening. Wow. Um, it just brings me so much peace. But, yeah. So I guess, happy birthday, Edward. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, at least it's this recording time and not when we were recording the last two chapters. Because if we'd had to celebrate his birthday on top of being mad at him, <laughs> I don't know that I could have truly balanced it appropriately. Yeah, well. But, yeah. I was hoping that I would forget that it was his birthday, but I just never can. (laughs) It haunts me. Anyway, how are you doing, Cody? I am great. I feel like we just recorded a podcast like three days ago, and my brain is not coping with all the Twilight content that I've consumed in the past weekend. (laughs) I know. It was a quick turnaround to have to read these chapters, so it'll be interesting to kind of work through that. (laughs) I win... We release this to all of our friends listening. VidCon will have been over with. Damn. Which means that we've given out and spread the good Lord's word about our pod to millions of people. And hopefully Anna can On a rough estimate. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) Yep. And that means that now that VidCon is over, we can start sharing our merch with other folks, which we'll have information on by the time that this goes up. Yep. Check so our Twitter exciting. for updates. Always. We'll have something by the time we I mean, this, probably. So. If you're not checking our Twitter in general. Listen. It's bumping. You're missing out. It's a great time. The amount of folks that have sent us that RPATS video. Oh, yeah. Has been my favorite thing. So good. I just feel so loved and appreciated, and it makes me really happy. If Ugh. nothing else, do it for the hot, hot photos of Kristen Stewart that I always bless on our timeline. You know? Yes, because you you post the professional ones. I post the like cheesy edit ones, and it's a really good balance from like two. I think Pick Monkey and like twenty eleven. Like just hey hey hey. (laughs) Listen, I love it. It's it's very humbling. It reminds me. Sometimes I see some of them, and they look like they were taken with like the photo booth on people's Macs, (laughs) and then somehow like scanned 
into the computer and stuff, even though they could just transform over. There's like so much distance between the quality of the image and what we're actually seeing. It's fucking wild. I love it a lot. It's very good. Oh my gosh. We, surprisingly, or not surprisingly, have some questions to answer. We have some hot takes here. (laughs) Thankfully, they were sent in on our Tumblr, which God bless, honestly. Thank you all. So the first one that we got was... They were recognizing that Eclipse is my least favorite book, which, thank God, somebody actually understands. <laughs> so they want to know what we think about Eclipse so far. <sighs> so, Cody, <laughs> in three words or three phrases, oh God. how do you feel about okay, Eclipse? Okay, Bryce Helbig. <laughs> you know, just throwing it back to some good, good pod loves. Uh, hot dumpster fire. <laughs> I was going to say actual <laughs> trash fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> we should have done it at the same time. Oh, could oh, you imagine? Fuck. Yeah, it's that not great. Um, I can definitely see why it's your least favorite. Because it's definitely... Yeah. Like, I didn't think... I was like, how bad could they possibly be? Because, like, the, <laughs> the jump from, like, Twilight to New Moon, I was like, it's pretty much on the same level of, like, trash. Sure. I was just kind of like, you know, I'm not, I'm not what I, I know what I got myself into with this, you know? But, like, going yeah. to clips, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. No, I've made it's, a horrible um, mistake. it's a whole different level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... A wild adventure. But they also want um, to know what you thought was redeeming about it, if you had anything. So I think one of the things that I enjoy the most about Eclipse is, well, first and foremost, we get backstory on people. Mm-hmm. So I love learning about Rosalie's backstory. We'll be getting uh, Jasper's backstory in a few chapters. Oh. And I know. I literally, <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> and so for me, it's nice to be able to have these characters be more dimensional to me because I think that it kind of illustrates what they're going through. So I love that. Mm -hmm. And even though Eclipse is on every single level removing Bella's agency, I think that there is a lot more discussion in Eclipse about her trying to understand either what she wants, Mm -hmm. how people are interacting and her understanding that she has a choice in all of this. Yeah. And I would say any discussion about that is valuable, even though it's done in a Stephanie Meyer way. (laughs) I think that segues perfectly into the next question we got. Yes, it does. Hello, hit him with that segue. (laughs) Yep. Their second question is, how do we feel about Bella's character being washed out from the book to movie adaptations? Oh, it's so sad. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, they said um, that she has some pretty great lines in the book that get seriously ignored. Yeah, like, so we talk about this all the time whenever she has her fucking airport scenes, and she's, like, a comp- a, like a cognizant human being that can, like, think for herself and, like, think of these great plans and do shit, and, like, sometimes, like, Wait. outsmarts the vampires and, like, just proves that she has worth and value in her brain and, like, her actions. And it's so cool, but as soon as you get to the movie, it's like, wait, wait, take out all those scenes- and then just make her seem, yes. like, really passive and, like, not doing anything. <sighs> Which I think does a disservice to the folks who watch these movies as they were coming out. Mm-hmm. Because I think that a lot of folks took the way that Kristen adapted this character and also the lines that she was given in the script mm. to make her... Like, a lot of people hated on Kristen at that time. Yeah of being passive and almost, like, nonchalant mm-hmm. about the role. Whereas if she'd had some of the book lines to kind of play around with and adapt, mm-hmm. I think that it underscores why Kristen portrays Bella the way that she does. Because book and, Bella and is so funny. I mean, Kristen so had funny. a lot of feelings. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was definitely one of those people, I think, in the beginning, too. I think that everybody has kind of gone through this, like, misogynistic, sexist, like, hating Kristen Stewart phase. Mm -hmm. And now we're all kind of evolving out of that to be like, oh, shit, they made us go that way. Like, those were all the tabloids doing that. But there was so much passion and concern that Kristen had and that she adapts into all of her roles, but especially this one, to try and make her character come off as complex and so did not give her the lines that she needs to do that the best. Mm. Seems kind of fucked. Yep. So. Hey, also, speaking of fucked up, we should probably talk about chapter seven and eight this time. Damn. How many segues are we gonna fucking go, man? You're killing Well, I do need to inform you that I am on a segue right now, (laughs) zooming around. (laughs) So, it's just a lot. You've achieved your dreams and you're just, everything you're doing is on wheels. (laughs) You're just... I know. Well, that's the thing is I had to go out. That's why we had to do this later in the day. I had to go buy a Segway, take a training class. And now I am able to simultaneously move on wheels and make no extra background noise, which I think is complimentary of the Segway and also my microphone. So what I'm saying is you're welcome. There's a lot of... (laughs) There's a lot of players. Uh, I hope... I hope the people who, like, left us reviews and were like, they laughed too much at this podcast are still lasting. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, okay, so that's the thing. We, sh- we haven't talked about that in a while other than when you do your asthma at the end of the pod. We have gotten a lot of survey responses, which thank you. Appreciated. Some of the commentary. <laughs> um, I know that we gave you an opportunity to say something that you disliked, but that was optional. So, first of all, rude. Second Listen, we all have bad opinions. It's fine. Like, <laughs> We're all wrong sometimes. <laughs> oh God! Like how? What, Honestly, what podcast do you listen to? That's like I want no laughing, none. No laughing. I listen no to a loudness. lot of like hardcore politics podcasts, and like they laugh a lot in those things. Like, could you, like, and that's just like honestly unacceptable to me and my lord. So, <laughs> like, okay, it's a we're reviewing literature and we're trying to make it comedic come at me like what are you <laughs> wait don't don't do that because you already like left negative reviews so ali will cry um, i like i don't please don't <laughs> i'm so tender um, please don't <laughs> says the fucking cancer that's what i'm come saying <laughs> the duality of man honestly Listen. Let's talk about this fucking book. Okay, well, chapter seven was titled Unhappy Ending. What, what? Where we (laughs) literally (laughs) toot toot like a... Oh, no. Where we left off was Rosalie knocking on Bella's door Mm -hmm. and having to come in. I'm curious about what you thought this chapter was going to be about and how you feel now that you've read it. Well, I mean, you you led me on to say, like, we're going to learn more about Rosalie, so I figured it was going to be, like, how she became who she was and, like, her vampire story and all that. I wasn't... Ex- she, like, channels Leslie Nope and brings in, like, a binder. <laughs> like, here's my scrapbook of my life. Like <laughs> Here it is. So I wasn't expecting at all, like, what it was. Like, I had no idea, like, what it was going to be, basically. I just knew that she was, like, really pissed that she was a vampire. Yeah. But damn. Baby. Baby. I know. I know. Rosalie is one of the most badass characters to exist. She's pretty sick. And I enjoy her a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think that this finally added some complexity to her character than just like, "Mm, I hate Bella. Right. Because Rosalie is best and only Lauren gets to channel that. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of 
concerned because it started off like her story being like oh I had everything I wanted I was super rich and like I everyone wanted to like date me and it was great I was having the best life and then I became a vampire and my life was ruined and I was just like "Mm, it's kind of hard for me to feel sorry for you right now with your story right but then like her whole story was like this guy she was supposed to marry that she only knew for like a couple months and he was like super rich and they're gonna be like the most famous couple like in the whole town or whatever the fuck turns out total dick and, like, had all these dickbag friends who were just, like, were, like, not great at all. And she was, like, basically left on the street and, like, was abused and was, like, not chill at all. And, like, was basically left for dead. Yes. So this whole explanation of her kind of, like, being envious of her other friend who had a baby and coming in to find Royce, there were so many warning signs to me which obviously I mean Rosalie is telling us in hindsight so she's including them for a reason but the the roses thing really fucked me up yep the idea that he kept sending enough roses that she would leave the house smelling like roses felt like some serial killer bullshit to me which I mean to be fair is kind of what happened I think that it it was weird right because so she was a teen in the early 30s which is different than what we have now but there were some things that she mentioned of like when she turned 12 all of the guys started like preying on her and that I mean it's still true now yeah but it's still it's just weird that she had enough like metacognition to understand what was happening at that time which is sad should probably let folks know for like the next two minutes of going to be talking about what happened to Rosalie Mm -hmm. and that includes assault so I would just skip like two minutes so I can talk about this for a second so it's not mentioned what happens right but it's pretty clear of kind of what she's explaining is happening and just the idea that one, drunk, absolutely not, right. not good. No. But also that she was trying to blame herself on like, oh, I should have had my dad walk me home. Mm-hmm. And I know that that was probably a thing that happened. But also it just made me sad. This whole interaction just made me really sad. And she sad. was just like, well, he never drinks. Like, this is so unlike him and all that stuff. That yeah. is like so common in like stories of domestic violence and abuse like that. Where it's like, yeah. oh, they actually really have, you know, an addiction problem with like liquor and all that stuff. And like they can turn really... Right into like huge horrific burdens in themselves yeah it was the whole situation was gross and just the idea of i don't know i do think it's important and probably cathartic for her to be able to tell this story to someone who even though it's not exactly what bella went through it's similar that's why right bella had sort of known what had happened to rosalie before mm-hmm. but i do think that it probably was more of a, a safer space for her to be able to explain this i want to talk about daddy malfoy oh, um because What Carlisle did here is very obvious in the way that Rosalie retells this kind of fucked him up. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting to get such a clear description of how Carlisle made the decision to turn her. Uh, And it was sad to me personally. Uh, Just the idea that he was trying to debate on whether or not to take care of her Mm -hmm. you know because she's said from the beginning like nope i just wanted to have a normal life and die and yet carlisle's trying to do a good thing here so it's a very interesting dynamic i guess 
Yeah. I did think that it was important, though, the way that Rosalie described her first impressions of Edward (laughs) um, and that he knew what had happened and she had, like, felt validated by that, Mm. which I thought was interesting. I am the most interested, though, in hearing about your feelings on what happened after she turned and how she, like, sought out revenge Uh, I can only imagine, if this is even a movie, how it is in the movie, because I'm just imagining Mm -hmm. a fucking, like, girl gang montage of her, like, tracking down her abusers and just fucking that shit up. I was just like, yes! Fucking go! (laughs) Yes! Yes! Yeah. This Uh, is definitely in the movie. Yes, Um, yes. And for the most part, everything that we're reading as far as Rosalie's backstory, is interpreted into the movie. Okay. There are some differences, but it's a very crucial scene. Right. We do get to see Rose in a wedding dress, and it's such a look oh, like that. And just killing her mans. Oh, my God. Yes. Just the idea that this was how she tried to cope with it. And I was like, fucking go. Yeah. Like, whatever you need to do. God, who would have thought that um, the fucking Twilight Saga would be a, a portrait of, like, an, a different way of looking about, like, your abusers and stuff like that and, like, dealing right. with that trauma. Because, like, you don't see that kind of, like, go get him shit anywhere. No, not often. Just the idea that when she's explained this to Bella, she mentions, like, saving uh, Royce for the last was a good idea. Ugh. And just that, like, it was slow... And she really made sure that he, like, kept screaming. I was just like, damn, Rosalie, I, God bless. Whatever you need to do, I'm here for it. It was so funny, though, because she was like, oh, I'm, like, super clean because I've never had human blood and all that stuff or whatever. And then Bella's like, almost. And then she was like, well, I did kill seven people, but, like, it's fine. It's fine. And she was like, yeah, actually. I just never spilled blood. Yeah, it's like, it's fine. Also, they fucked me up, so. telling that. Fuck them. Yes. Who needs them? Yeah. Exactly. Trash. I just love that when she's telling Bella, she's like, yep, so I'm totally clean. Just have killed like five guys. It's not a big deal. Haven't spilled their blood. And now she's telling it. She's like, oh shit. Wait, seven. Sorry. They were like <laughs> gone still, in like, a second. Totally clean, it was though. <laughs> I just like barely remembered that these douchebags are in my way. <laughs> like, honestly. Goals. Damn. <laughs> I, ugh. Amazing. Amazing, Rosalie. Uh, The frustrating thing, though, is that we get from this amazing story of Rosalie telling Bella how she has, like, survived and is trying to heal and everything, and then we get this conversation about jealousy between the two of them. Mm. (sighs) Stephanie, why? Can we just have one chapter, please? (laughs) No, that's so much to ask. (laughs) I, okay, can I get, like, a solid seven pages, maybe? (laughs) But it's just, it's annoying to know that, I mean, I guess... I want to say Rosalie's human. She's not human, but she's had understandable training in how to be a feminine individual. Mm -hmm. And so just the idea that, like, she's having to divulge this, like, well, actually, Bella, I was just, like, really jealous of you when we first (laughs) met. It just felt really weird to me. But it, it makes sense, I guess, in the context of her character that she's this person who's had everything but still wants more, mm-hmm. you know, but that she just wanted to settle down and have kids and be her early 30s dream, I guess. But I thought that it was interesting that she had the audacity to tell Bella, like, hey, actually, everything that you're doing with your life right now is a piece of shit. So, bye. How did you feel about Emmett in this? Oh. <laughs> Because I'm crying, first of all. <laughs> I am the human embodiment of cry. <laughs> Just the idea that 
Emmett was about to get attacked by a bear. Right. Like, oh, of first course. of all, very on brand. <laughs> um, and just the idea that Rosie, like, swooped in was like, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> so I just, I love their relationship. It makes me really and happy And she was inside. just like, like, I never would have picked someone like Emmett, but, like, how perfect we were for each other. And I was just like, I just, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you deserve I, I love, love Rosalie. And you deserve <laughs> yes. so much good. Yes, she does. Rosalie deserves all of the love and all of the good, good sex that they talk about them Fuck having yeah. later on. Yes. Um, so <laughs> retweet, retweet. Um, <laughs> I just, I love the idea that she initially wanted to save Emmett because she thought he looked like the baby mm-hmm. that her friend had and then as soon as she got him she's like oh damn okay like, not baby that's daddy like <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> but i thought it was cute and it now makes sense about why emmett likes to fuck up bears so <laughs> honestly same here's the thing this whole conversation ends and belly being like Rosalie, damn, you went through some shit. And Rosalie's like, yep, I did. Also, you're the worst. Bye. (laughs) And then she just, like, fades away. Still hate you, bitch. Uh, Bye. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Especially because Bella even asks Rosalie, so if I stay human, would you like me more? And Rosalie's like, I mean, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) How? It's honestly goals to be that honest with anybody. Oh, my God. no sugarcoating it. Absolutely not. God, could you imagine the um, communication in their relationship? Fuck, it's probably the best. Because they're so, like, uh, honest about everything, and they just say the first thing that comes to their head. What is that life like, and how do I get on that train? <laughs> I um, wish I knew. <laughs> the frustrating thing about that, though, is she's definitely trying to apologize for Edward's actions, which it's like, mm, right. would Rosalie do that, or is that Stephanie? Yeah. Are we projecting a little bit? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It just... The idea of this, and the one thing that I did want to hone in on, too, is we haven't had that good, good popular highlights oh, as of shit. late, just because there hasn't been any. And the only time in this chapter when there is, like, a popular highlight, when Rosalie explains to Bella about Edward and says, quote, he loves you more than you know, it terrifies him to be away from you. And there are apparently 358 people who that quote resonated with. Wow. <laughs> so... Absolutely not. The most unyassed that could ever be. <laughs> the unyassed of yes. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> so that was gross. Um, anyway, Rosalie just leaves, right? <laughs> and we wake up to Bella being V sleep deprived. As you do. And also very pissed about Alice. So <laughs> that was great. Alice was so like, oh man, everyone's going to take my car away because you're supposed to be having fun. And it doesn't look like you're having any fun. <laughs> I just and she's like bitch I've been present. I don't <laughs> the only thing about that though, so I love that line from Alice oh, being totally like, "Fuck, I wanted this car. I'm sh- doing a shit job at my job. I'm gonna get my car taken away. I need to fix this." And Bella being like, "Oh no 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 no, it's not your <laughs> fault." And it's like Bella, shut yeah, up. No, stop. this is definitely her fault yep. and Edward's fault. Yep. So anyway, that was gross. Here's the thing. I'm very pissed that in this whole chapter, which is basically a manifest to Rosalie's determination and courage and absolutely no fucks given attitude, Mm -hmm. I have to read about Mike fucking Newton, first of all. It's also for like a second, so. (laughs) But it's a strong second, though, is the thing, because she goes to school, they leave, and Mike's like, 
hey, <laughs> you're alone. <laughs> and Belle's like, I mean, yeah, but just for like the next few minutes, I actually need to go. I'm being trapped in the form of a slumber party right now. <laughs> and he's like, well, are you like sure you don't want to hang out with me though? What? And I just want to smack him in the throat. Like I don't. In the throat? Why? <laughs> yes. I just want to be able to take his voice away and be like, hey, shh, shh, stop. Stop everything you're doing. Why do you need to swoop? Like, as soon as Bella does not have a guy on her arm. But. He is the worst. Not like it lasts long. Because. because apparently Bella sent out the fucking bat signal. <laughs> and then here comes, well, I guess it's not really the bat signal. And then, huh? Oh, it would God. be like the wolf signal. Oh, God. She has a dog whistle. Oh, my God. For, for Jacob. <laughs> Can you imagine? I so can. Because she would definitely use that. Like, especially during New Moon, she would have definitely had that just to piss him off. Uh, like, just to these Hi, hello, I'm alone. Please, God, come over here. Exactly. Yeah, so Bella kind of throws hands to Jacob um, in the form of just literally throwing her hands around him because he <laughs> comes on a motorcycle to her school and sort of has a prison break situation. I think that's how they describe it. So that's embarrassing for everyone involved. Um, especially Alice, who apparently was just like growling at Bella as she ran away with Jacob. Uh, so yikes, first of all. And that is where chapter seven ends. Damn. Is Bella just running away on the back of Jake's motorcycle and being like, fuck school. <laughs> I don't care that I'm graduating like tomorrow. <laughs> Everything will be just fine. God, are we ever going to get a resolution of Bella's education? Because I'm so worried for her. Yes. <laughs> we will. Oh, no. Uh, it's soon, I'm pretty sure. Oh, boy. Too. So, yes, we do get some more information about that. Here's the thing. Chapter 8 is titled Temper. Yep. Right? And it's like, obviously, with Jacob. Uh, Are that we surprised? Makes sense. I'm, no. But it, here's the thing. I hate this chapter. <laughs> so um, that's something to keep in mind. I mean, I don't like any of this book, but it's important. When they get off the motorcycles and are in La Push, they start talking about imprinting again because what the fuck. <laughs> My favorite thing about this introduction, too, is so Bella's trying to be like super casual and like, totally chill and asks Jake like so what's what's going on what's all the scandal about and he like stops in his tracks and it's like how did she how did she know how does she know what's going on <laughs> my favorite thing about this chapter and then everything else goes downhill so that's kind of great real quick real quick so the only good thing is we get some information about Quill which yay but However, on yay. <laughs> But, like, as soon as that happens, I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, no, fuck this. So I want to know all of your feelings about this situation. Because we mentioned imprinting last week. However, it's changed a little bit. Yeah, it's changed a little bit because there's a fucking toddler involved. (laughs) It's like a baby. A literal baby. A literal baby. (laughs) Because, like, okay, if it wasn't you know, introduces, like, it's love at first sight sort of thing. I would have been like, you know what? There's, like, a bond situation, and that's a little bit different. More like a paternal thing or, like, I don't know, some sort of relationship there. Maybe not, like, love or, like, romance as we were initially brought into this a chapter ago. Yes. But then, however, (laughs) however, Quill is impregnated with a fucking baby. (laughs) 
Yep. And that's supposed a to be fun. Three-year-olds. Three, an actual three-year-old. Three years old. And Jacob is such an apologist because, like, oh no, 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 like it's totally fine. Like it's and Bella's like, like really not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And Bella's absolutely not okay with any of this. Understandably, yep. as she should be. But just the idea that Jacob has been like, well, just try not to be judgmental. I'm going <gasps> to totally explain to this. Please don't kink shame me. As soon as literally and then as soon as bella starts making facial expressions like wait wait what (laughs) he's like you're being judgmental i told you not to do that (laughs) oh it's so gross i hate it yeah it's the worst bella at least is like jake that's creepy (laughs) like what (laughs) you're weird I don't like any of this, um, which is great. But she also brings up some valid points, too, about the fact that, like, what are you supposed to do? Claire doesn't have a choice in any of this. Right. She's, like, destined to have this person since she's three years old. Um, Jacob's all gross and being like, well, why would she choose anyone else if, like, he was meant to be with her and all that stuff? And I'm like, mm, Jake. mm, Jake. No. Jacob. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Just... I don't want to punch him this time. I just want to put my hands over his mouth and be like, stop making noises, please. <laughs> please, God, just stop. Everything you're thinking right now is wrong, and I want you to stop talking about it immediately. Um, Could you imagine if but, Quill, like, sees this kid is like, oh, shit, what's up? <laughs> just being so shook, be like, wait a minute, what? Excuse me? Why am I feeling this? His version of, like, being shook is like a death drop. Like, as soon as he sees Claire, he just, like, literally falls oh. to the ground. Um, That's my future yeah, wife right I, there. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you all, but love means death drop. So, like, <laughs> if you don't automatically fall to the ground when you see someone that you enjoy, I don't, it's not yeah, real. Sorry. So, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they actually show this in Eclipse. Well, not, like, everything about, about Quill and Claire, but some. And it's not good. It's not good stuff. There's, I don't know how you could film that and be like, no, this is fine. This isn't, like, predatorial or creepy or... <laughs> pedophilic in any sense no this is fine this looks totally great and it's it's gonna be chill it's totally fine guys stop making such a big will you just like stop being judgmental please there's millions of dollars in this please don't be judgmental (laughs) um so of course bella has to bring up again like so jake i haven't seen you in three days have you imprinted on someone and he's like no i'll be alone forever i haven't it's the worst i only Um, see you bella Literally, that's like literally what it says. It's the worst. What a gross position to put her into. It's like, even like you're not my perfect person, but like you are though, because I can. I whenever I close my eyes, I see you, and I can't think of anyone else. And it's like, actually, stop. Please stop. No. Because you know she can't reciprocate those feelings for you, and you're just putting her in a gross place. Literally. Yeah. I mean, it's even mentioned that as soon as he says this, Bella just starts looking down at the ground because she doesn't want to deal with it. It's like, dude. Body language. Understand what's going on here. And there's no way for her to not feel guilty in some way, even though she shouldn't. But, like, that's just who she is. And she just feels like she was responsible for not being able to want to fuck him all the time. You know? Right. I agree. Yeah. Jacob is the most amount of trash in this chapter, especially because as soon as Bella starts reminding Jake, like, nope, I'm definitely going to change and become a vampire. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but that's, like, in your five-year plan. <laughs> and she's like, no, that's in, like, my three-week plan. That's, like, he's tomorrow. Like, what? <laughs> and he loses it. And not just in a, like, the usual Jacob kind of way where he just, like, shakes and gets really pissed. He starts saying very mean things to Bella. Well, and that's before when... he says shit, he crushes his soda can... <laughs> 
Oh, well, he, yeah. <laughs> I mean. And has it spill all over her? Like a trash can. Who is this man? Come get your mans. Get out of here. Come get your... Hey, your MCM is literally it's trying trash. to kill someone right now, so. First he stole her armrest. Now he's fucking crushing soda cans and making soda fizz <laughs> all over her. What the fuck? What the Jacob, fuck? That's not good for the ocean, <gasps> you disrespectful piece of shit. This is you your land. Do you think that our wife, the ocean, thinks that it's acceptable for you to put your trash Mountain Dew in her? Like, get out of here. <laughs> can we, Four loco, my can ass. Can we be in a polyamorous relationship with, with the, the sea? It's just the ocean. You and I and the sea. <laughs> it can just be you and the sea because the ocean terrifies me. But How yes. many things uh, are you afraid of now? <laughs> Listen, for me, I just see, like, the ocean as, like... It's very siren-esque to me. Like, I'm very drawn to it. I always want to be there. But as soon as I get there, I'm like, nope, this is terrifying. I got to go. <laughs> I don't like being able to put my feet in things and not be able to see what's what's interacting with my feet. And How also, dark is just, this like, water dry. that you're in? <laughs> the Pacific Ocean is lit. Um, I mean, it's the opposite of lit. But it's <laughs> there's a lot going on there. I just don't trust the water. <laughs> like, in general. <laughs> Um, but that doesn't give Jacob any right to disrespect my Pacific waters that he's throwing his, I don't know, Sprite trash into. No, I love Sprite. That's so disrespectful. I just don't drink soda. Um, what's the grossest soda? I mean, I think you nailed it with Mountain Dew. Yeah, Mountain Dew is pretty gross. I don't... Or just like a monster energy. Just like... (gasps) Oh, no. (laughs) He probably would, though. I bet Jacob just like chugs those things. Listen, I'm a slut for Red Bull, but like... Monster Energy is a, a layer of, like, gamer bro that's, like... The worst? Wait a second, I have an idea. Oh boy. What if Jacob doesn't actually, like, open the cans and drink them? He just, like, keeps his mouth open wide and <laughs> throws the trap... Or <laughs> throws the trap... <laughs> I mean, that's what I meant. He throws the soda can, like, into his mouth and just, like, munch squads it and then just, like, comes out of it with, like, a... A soda can that's already been crunched up. Okay. But <laughs> he is an actual trash dispenser. Okay, but hear me out. There's another Please? There's another montage, like, in the new moon movie where he throws a wrench and it just turns into soda when it gets into <laughs> his mouth. <laughs> in the most ridiculous oh. CGI, like, editing tricks that are not useful at all to the movie. They were trying to explain to us then that it wasn't actually editing. It was Jacob. Like, he <laughs> turns, I don't know, wrenches into He's an into alchemist. Pizza. He just... <laughs> <laughs> he watered to wine that bullshit is what he did Damn. so that's great listen anyway, we all know jesus wasn't white so possibly <laughs> ay, ay. so here's the thing bella tells jacob about her plans and jacob's like fuck you fuck everybody also i wish you never lived deuces Ugh. and she's like wait <laughs> <laughs> it's just so mean yeah. like and she even says that too like what you're doing right now is mean <laughs> so <laughs> But yeah, he tries to tell her that the reason that he doesn't want to be around her when she changes is that she won't be Bella anymore. So he can't forgive her for what she's about to do because oh. her individuality and his friend won't exist anymore. So gross is the thing. So she's like, well, that was mean of you. Deuces. I'm taking my motorcycle away. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and just like rides to the Colon house, which here's the thing. I don't want to spoil anything for you. That scene of Bella, like, dipping out and riding her motorcycle to the Collins house is not included. But can you imagine if it was? Oh, like, give me more yeah. of Kristen on a bike, please. Please, God, run me over. 
let me be the things on which you write upon. Yes. Um, and you think I talk like a tweet bot. <laughs> I, I mean, you do, is the thing. But that's just because, like, you're a social media mogul. Oh, my God. So, like, Bye. I'm just an actual walking shit post. So, <laughs> fooled all of you. You thought. You thought. You thought. Anyway, she gets to the Colin house, right? And my favorite interaction is that Alice, of course, knew she was coming. Mm-hmm. So Alice is sitting on her Porsche and is like, hey, you look like you need a shower. And she's like, yep. And Alice literally, like, this is like verbatim from the book. is like, do you want to talk about it? And Belle's like, nope. <laughs> and that's, that's it. That's all. That- oh, so good. <laughs> she's still very anti-bed in Edward's place. So she goes to sleep on the couch again. But when she wakes up, who the fuck is there? Birthday but boy. birthday boy. And guess fucking what y'all tell me everything horny bella goes off it's a lot oh it's, it's so a lot. good i was so happy yeah. I'm, this is the happiest i've been reading this book like it's been just like <laughs> yeah i should have mentioned I buried this myself little part like six feet under and i was like ready <laughs> for death oh my god but this i, I i'm radiating i'm a spec a specter of light i'm just everything is good in the world and she was so bella close wants- to getting the good good dick they had we had she wants to fuck so fucking, much we had described foreplay like in the text literally so good and bella was like into it and edward was like into it and it was just so good and then i was like psych you thought and i'm like god damn it can we have one good thing please (laughs) he was so first of all edward is a pure virgin who needs to be protected um and he he just is a blushing bride all the time and just cannot (laughs) handle (laughs) capital v am i right hello um (laughs) <laughs> but Bella's like, no, I respect that you want to take this slow, but also I need to do this right now. It's just right been now. so long. <laughs> and by and long, by I mean, long, I mean forever. <laughs> like, never. Literally my life. And here's the thing about this, though. So, the foreplay, right? Great. Yes. With the exception of, we get more of, like, what turns Bella on, right? Which is Edward being a cold statue. Yeah. And so we get this very choice line of Stephanie writing, cold as ice, his tongue lightly traced. And it's like, here's the thing. Um, no. <laughs> uh, I don't want to kink shame you, but also this is fucked. So. Listen, man, I people like, like playing with like ice cubes and shit. So maybe his tongue is acting as like some weird temperature play going on, you know, in the bedroom. I just had the grossest image in my head <laughs> of Edward's tongue being an ice cube. And that is literally the scariest thing I've ever thought of in my whole life. Oh my God. Um, why? I don't want it. Um, anyway, yep. So Edward keeps being like, Bella, we can't do this. It's dangerous. And she's like, but what you don't understand, Edward, is I like danger. Oh, she's like so like, smooth. She's like, you know what? I can take control over here. And I'm like, bitch, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, Edward's like, no, 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 I can't do this. You could never. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, the. this is my favorite kind of Edward, oh, is Edward yeah. when he's confronted with <laughs> sex of any time, Any kind of, like, intimacy and sexual. He considers himself to be, like, well-read and well-versed in many different cultures, but what I think is he doesn't rent movies above PG-13. Oh, yeah. Because... That's just unacceptable. Oh, could you imagine them watching porn together? Oh my god. Edward would like explode. <laughs> but not that way. No, though. no. In like a, he would just, in like, a mythical burst of flames exploding. Yeah, he would just literally combust. Um, and that's it. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. So we have to talk about that. Bella talks about this and she's like, here's the thing. I need to have 
this happen right now because if I don't, I will spontaneously combust <laughs> later on. And he's like, sorry about it. <laughs> so that's gross. Um, I do like how he pulled out, though, and he was like, no, 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 I didn't want to do this. I just want to make sure that you knew that this bed was a good idea because I made this happen and it's a great bed. Fucking sleep on it. <laughs> All he was trying to do was give a long cod ad for that certain mattress company that everybody has on their podcast. And Bella's like, wait a second. I see you. This was all a commercial, an interactive, (laughs) physical commercial. And he's like, well, yeah, yeah. He breaks the fourth wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he starts talking to the reader. Use the promo code Edward. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We need to decide one of these days what our promo code's going to be for when we finally get ads. I don't know what it'll be, but it'll probably be something... It'll be claps. Yep. It'll be literal <laughs> claps. There you go. It'll be blank, blank, blank dot com slash the clap. <laughs> oh my God. Because <laughs> that's what Edward's very afraid of getting. And that's why he doesn't I touch mean, his, that's why he doesn't touch Bella ever. Right. Yep. I mean, fair. Here's the thing. He is trying to backtrack on all of his manipulative things that he said before. Yep. And so now he's like, actually, I am team werewolves. And she's like, what? <laughs> So that's great. But he's being, like, super apologetic about this whole thing. Yeah. And Bella's very suspicious about it. <laughs> yeah. Bella's always suspicious if she's not the one profusely apologizing in a situation. To be honest. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. But she tells him, and she's like, are you sure you're not mad that I, like, left? And he's like, mm. <laughs> so that's basically how it should have been this entire time. But alas... Um, I do think that it's worth mentioning, though, that we actually get in this time Bella being V-jealous. Yep. Which I thought was interesting. Um, she basically wants to fuck up all the Denali clan, so <laughs> that's great. I just think that it's very interesting that, I mean, it's it's not even a Bella who's, like, comparing herself to other people to make herself feel like shit. I think it's more so just, like, my man? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're gonna throw hands, <laughs> which is great. And the idea that she's just, like, scowling and growling in the darkness and that that was, like, actually written into the text... Big mood. <laughs> ...is the weirdest thing. It's She's been hanging around with Jacob too much, Truly. is what I'm trying to say. But, yeah, um, could you please tell me how Chapter 8 ends? Because saying it out loud is going to make me want to puke. <laughs> so, Bella, before Edward leaves, she's like, wait, 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 wait. So, Rosalie spilled some tea, and she said that there were some ladies that were into you. Please dish. And he was like, I don't th- yes. I don't know why we're doing this right now. I've never had a human emotion for anyone ever except for you. I don't know why we're doing this. Truly. <laughs> I don't understand what the point of this is. And I still don't know what she was trying to get at here. But she was like, who is this bitch who had feelings for my... <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, I tried to look through your 2007 phone and I couldn't yeah. see anything, so... Where are the receipts, Edward? <laughs> and he's like, you know what? I literally don't have feelings for this person. I prefer brunettes. And I was just like, what? Please don't. Please, God, stop. <laughs> and yep. that's, like, that's his idea of being, like, sexual in foreplay. It's just being like, I like this part about yeah. you and I like this part about you. But it's, like, super vague and, like, not at all sexy. <laughs> no. And, like, he says the least sexy thing ever when he leaves the room. And he's like, sleep my Bella, dream happy dreams. <laughs> the only one who's ever touched my heart. Oh, it's so, it's like. It makes me want to it's vomit. It's so bad. Like, there are some bad things that you've said in terms of, like, him trying to be like, I love you. And just like, this, mm, no, no, no. And yep. then he starts. I hate it. Humming. Literally. A lullaby. And I've yep. never 
had less of a heart on than I've had <laughs> until right now. <laughs> yeah, I am the most dry, is the I, thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I hate, I like I hate everything I like, I'm just not, <laughs> I feel nothing. I inverted so much, I almost became Team Mike. Fuck! Uh, so... No, it really wasn't that bad. Why would I ever? Don't you ever, no. ever think that there's ever. That's even a possibility? <laughs> this is one of the only platforms in my life that I am the most steadfast on. Um, but yeah, so he, Edward becomes a manifestation of a fortune cookie <laughs> in the way that he says goodnight to her. And then that's how the chapter ends. So gross, first of all. Very gross. The mostest. Excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> What just came out of my mouth? <laughs> okay, well, apparently the most is now a thing. So um, put your hashtags. Tell me everything. It's all great. Oh, my God. So here's the thing. Next week is chapters 9 and 10. Boy, boy. Which is great. Boy. Titled Target and then Scent. So, yikes. <laughs> is this when we get a Target sponsorship? Because, boy. Hey. Hello. Hey. I've been spending too much money on all your gay shit. So, like, I need some reimbursements. <laughs> Thank you. And I need to stop being able to black out and target. Fuck. So if that sponsorship can help me stay cognitively aware and purchase responsibly, that would be all I'd ever need. Uh, <sighs> do we have a fan fiction? Of course we do. And good news. Hello. It is one that was written for us. Uh. So the... I can't even. This is so good. So it's titled Having Never Planned to Fall in Love. Okay. And the fanfiction username is Becca Reads Fic. Okay. But that's our Becca on Twitter. That's been making us like the mood boards and shit. shit. And like live tweeting. So great. Thank you. Appreciate it a lot. The summary of this, my dear, dear Cody, is Charlie Swan never planned to fall in love again after Renee. But, well, life is full of unexpected surprises. <laughs> Whenever you get a message from me, it's just like <laughs> it'll be like a representation of you, but also like my intrusive thoughts. It's just like honestly, me. Whenever I get a message, I'm like, stop, no. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my god. Okay, the coolest thing about this though, and how we know we've made it, is the notes on this are author's note. This fic is dedicated to my two main sparkle bitches, yes. Cody and Allie from Into the Twilight. Title is from the song Love by Travis, which I it's um it was from Stephanie Meyer's Eclipse playlist. Oh shit. So this is nuanced as fuck. Wow. Um, so many layers. And yep, so many layers. So I am gonna be reading from it's just like a one shot, mm -hmm. but it's from Edward's perspective. Okay. okay. Thank you for joining us, said Carlisle. What's this all about? I asked through clenched teeth. I was anxious to see Bella again. The two hours we'd been apart seemed an eternity. Well, said Carlyle, sharing a look with Esme, our family is about to get a bit bigger. Yes, yes, said Rosalie impatiently. Bella will be joining us in a few months. We all know this. That's not what we were referring to, actually, said Esme calmly. <gasps> Carlyle and I have decided to open our relationship up to someone else. <laughs> what? <laughs> What does that mean? asked Emmett. Well, we are in what's called a V relationship, <gasps> answered Carlisle. I'm what's called the pivot. I'm involved with both other people. <laughs> they are not involved with each other. Esme nodded. 
Mars, who was this other person, astrosly accusatorily. And the image of a familiar mustached man <laughs> popped into both Carlisle and Esme's minds. No, I growled. <laughs> who is it? Asked Jasper. Chief Charlie Swan, sighed Carlisle when Esme looked on fondly. I felt revolted. Did this mean Bella and I were siblings? <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Why? I questioned my parents. Carlisle smirked and replied, Emmett's not the only one allowed to like bears. <laughs> End scene. <laughs> This is the greatest day of my entire life. I am literally sobbing right now. (laughs) This is the best situation because, okay, obviously Carlisle and Charlie meant to be, but Esme's too pure as well. So an open relationship is perfect. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's not the only one to like bears. Ah. I can't believe it. I want that tattooed on my forehead. (laughs) Oh my god. I can't believe that. So thank you. And I love the fact that these are being written. God bless. Oh Oh my god. There are tears on my laptop right now. (laughs) I don't know if it's joy or embarrassment. I don't anymore. It's just. Uh, oh wow well as we say forks get bit motherfuckers <laughs> this is an earbud media production you can follow us on twitter at earbud media if you want to pitch a show to the network you can do so at bit.ly forward slash earbud pitch and why don't you try listening to one of the other earbud media productions like fem as fuck or strange little people all of which you can find on our twitter at earbud media you can follow this show on twitter at into the twilight and pretty much anywhere that you follow things on social media if you want to help support the show we have a patreon patreon.com slash into the twilight where you can donate as little as a dollar a month you can get access to all sorts of cool bonus content letters from us our undying love and gratitude you know the gist we would also appreciate it if you rated and reviewed us on apple podcasts as well as if you have a little extra time filling out a quick little survey at bit.ly forward slash into the survey our artwork is done by maddie padilla who you can find at your ghost toast 44 on instagram and our music is done by eli kraus you can find at krausfilms.com you can find ali on the internet at 23 of me and you can find me at cody captures You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up, John? I just wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast. The, the, the Strange Little People one. Strange right? Little People, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Production. Mm-hmm. You can uh, find it on YouTube. You can listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. We have new guests all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Uh, yeah. It's, it's really th- cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? The uh, flyers? Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now. As we speak. No, you're sitting down. You're no, not... no, this is happening right now as we speak. John, why did my hand just go through you? Oh my god. John. We'll talk about it next week.